This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Okay, guys, so I wanted to do a show, and my friend has bugged the heck out of me to do this show because she is a cat lover, and obviously I'm a dog lover. And in the process of doing this, she I, I, I finally convinced her to come to the studio to sit down and record with me, and we're going to have lots of fun with this. Uh, this is my very good friend, Christine. Thank you, Christine, for joining me. Thank you, Benny. Thank you so much for having me. And she's so nervous right now. <laughs> so here we go. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's, never your cat's, behavior so that you can get the very best out of your dog training. I am Benny Copeland, and this is Christine... And thank you so much, Christine, for joining me. And we are both cat lovers. Cat lovers, whatever. So today, I decided to bring someone in that uh, has actually tried to do the dog thing in the past and um, did good with it. But uh, we very much learned that she is a definite cat lover. Um, I always wanted to talk to someone about this, uh, you know, because I know and have many friends that love cats. Um, I have many friends that have both dogs and cats. Many times I've had to teach people how to let their or get their dog to get along with their cat and vice versa. Now, I've never been able to teach a cat to get along. My whole theory is, you know what? Just let them go at it. Cats are always the most dominant. They're going to take care of it. You'll never have to worry about it. But there is that time when you get someone or a dog like Oz, who definitely is a cat killer, and I would never let him around cats in any way. I think Beans would do okay, but she's never really been exposed to a cat. Um, if she is, I need her to be exposed to a cat that is really, really good. So anyway, we're going to talk about this a little bit more and talk about some of the things that she's gone through. Like I said, she did own a jo uh, dog for a short while and uh, find out what's going on right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? 
Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So here we are, sitting in my recording studio, which is really just one bedroom I turned into an office, turned into a studio in my house. And uh, we've had to go a little bit heavier than the beer. Um, We are definitely on liquor today, doing a little bit of Jack Daniels instead of just drinking a beer with us because of the nerves that are going on with Christine. And the fact that I'm totally doing this off the cuff, there is zero script on this. So it's just Christine and I and talking about this. And she's bugged me and bugged me and bugged me. And then when I finally held her feet to the fire, guess what? She didn't want to do it. But I talked her into coming out here. And here we are recording this podcast. Christine, tell me a little bit about yourself. You may want to tell a little bit of history about us, not too much. And just kind of uh, give us a little idea of what we're going to talk about today. All right. Well, thank you so much, Benny. Um, Yes, I'm very, very nervous. Um, I had a dog for a short period of time who was supposed to be a little mini doodle. Turned out to be she's 75 pounds and I live in a condo downtown Nashville um, that's 680 square feet. So not really... Oh, wait. This is 680. It's 865 little reversal there. But anyway, I had a dog. Loved her to death. Uh, My father lives up on a farmland. And I said, dad, you got to, I hate to do this. And I've never done this. I've never gotten rid of a pet in my life. But uh, Riley is now living the dream, living on a farm, um, loving her life. Um, My dad and his wife uh, just take excellent care of her. And she has a sister, she has a playmate. So go on. So uh, several years later, I finally, I said, okay, this whole COVID thing's got me down. I live by myself, no one to talk to. I'm now working from home. You know, and when you work from home and you don't ever leave the house, you're like, I've got someone to talk to. So I went to the cat rescue mission and rescued a cat. I've had cats all my life. uh, So this was not something new to me. Uh, They told me she was four years old. She's maybe a year, year and a half. Um, just this cute little, just a cute little bug. Uh, her name is Daisy. She is a tabby. She, I, I like to exaggerate on the story that she, you know, lived in the the gang area in Nashville, and she's a thug, but really she's not. She's just a, a normal little cat. Um, she's brought so much joy to my life, and uh, so I've had her since February of this year, and she has just turned my my life around as far as just, you know, companionship. So that's me and Daisy. 
That's awesome because that's why we get pets, right? So we need to have this uh, companionship, have this thing. I mean, I've always had dogs, always said that I'm going to be a multiple dog owner. And it's exactly the same reason. I love the companionship. I love um, having my dogs. I love doing the things. Now, I'm a dog trainer, and Christine knows this. Um, she's known me for years. I think uh, we've known each other for somewhere around maybe 11 years or 12 years. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. As a matter of fact, the very first time that I met her, she actually had two cats. And uh, these two cats, uh, Bee and Buster, if I remember right, they looked almost exactly the same, these two cats. They were brother and sister is what she just said. And... um. With these two cats, every now and again, Christine, in the job that she had, she would travel. And she traveled uh, probably 50% of the year. So um, I would go over to her house and feed the cats and take care of the cats and make sure the water in the faucet was turned on so they could play with it. And I even remember one little time that I actually uh, actually lost a cat do you remember that story? Do you want to tell it? Are you so, <laughs> so anyway, I had left the door propped open and the cat got out and I was just devastated that this cat got out. And But uh, yeah, I ended up finding her and she came back. Um, I think it was the next day. I couldn't stay that night and she did come back the next day and she was in the woods. But um, she's uh, Christine's always had indoor cats. Um, she's not. Uh, she has a lot of friends with outdoor cats. Um, it's very different to living downtown, and we've talked about that. Uh, Dave and Judy actually live downtown, and um, we've talked about the difference between an urban and a um, downtown cat. You know, a city cat or dog, not cat. But we've talked about it in the dog life. Um, but it's kind of the same. I mean, you can't let your dog cat get out and wander. I keep saying dog over cat, but you can't let your cat get out and wander and do things outside. Um, so what are some of the difference that you know of between uh, being a cat that has to be all the time in the home and a cat that gets to be in the barn and stuff like that? Well, I think the difference is, is that, you know, Daisy, um, well, I think all cats rule the roost. Daisy rules the roost in my home. Um, every space is her space. It's not necessarily my space. It's her space. She owns what I own. Um, outdoor cats, you know, they're scrappy. They go get their food. You know, Daisy's got, you know, a really cute little food bowl and she's got a little cute water bowl and, you know, she's got her own little private kitty couch and she has a hammock and I'm not going to go on and on about that. I mean, I, she's just, she's a little spoiled. It's a, she's a little diva, but, um, outdoor cats, they don't care about that. They're, you know, they're just out there looking for mice and having a good time and, you know, they live good lives as well. So I'm not going to compare the differences. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, for where I live, Daisy, you know, lives inside. I have been trying to, one of the things I wanted to say, you know, you're a dog trainer. Well, I've been training Daisy to do things as well. Um, Daisy has learned to fetch, which I thought was a genius move on my part. However, at 3 a.m. in the morning, Um, When you wake up with like 15 toys in your bed and someone nudging toys in your hand to throw them, that's not such a good idea. But nonetheless, I did it. Uh, She has learned, you know, how to open doors. She's learned that, hey, if you sit by the sink and mom will come on and come over and turn it on for you. And she loves to play in the water, which I know that, you know, cats typically don't like water, but Daisy loves the water. Um, right now, we're learning how to fetch, or excuse me, not fetch, high five. It's 
kind of going okay. The other thing we're working on, again, I live in a high-rise downtown Nashville. Um, and so there's more dogs in this building than I think people, actually. And there's someone in the building, and I don't know the person's name, but he has a cat. And his cat goes down with him to the concierge desk to pick up his packages. So that is my goal for Daisy and I, because I'm, I love Amazon. So I'm always going and picking up packages. But I can't let her just walk by herself. So I've got a little harness and yes, I have a little cat leash for her and I'm that person. And so she's learning the harness. She's doing pretty good. Uh, We're not ready to walk on the leash just yet, but we're getting the harness going. So I just want to, you know, say to all of the people, you can't train a cat. Yes, you can. Um, In fact, I have a friend that just taught their cat how to use the toilet and to flush it. Yeah. And so, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't say cats can't learn because they can. And I'm not a certified cat trainer. So there you go. Well, it's funny. That's the one thing that I've learned about or heard about cats is that once you can train them to do one thing and you learn how to be patient with them, that cats are very, very trainable. Um, obviously, uh, she's been learning a lot from you. Um, I think the whole leash thing is, it's kind of odd. And I've actually seen in downtown area people with their cats on a leash. Um, but I mean, obviously, I would do the same thing. I mean, if I wanted to be a cat owner, which I don't, by the way, you dog lovers. Um, uh, If I uh, did want to do that, I would definitely want my cat to be able to stay with me and be with me. Um, And if that meant being on a leash, uh, definitely. Um, I don't even think downtown. I would would imagine that you can't have cats just running loose and doing that as well. I I would never take her outside. She's only staying in the building. Right. And so, I mean, this is a cat that's going to be inside... Uh, going to be uh, part of your life, um, going to be um, this this uh, pet that you love. And um, the fact that you're willing to take the time and do some training with her, I think that's amazing. Um, I, you know, as much as I say, and I, and I have my jokes about cats, and, and I'm not going to say that here because you've heard it many times and she'd probably punch me in the face if I said it right now. But I do... Uh, um, I do think that having a pet is very much a responsibility. So being able to spend that time and not just the time being there, because I mean, Christine, you work at home, so you're there all the time with your cat. So I think taking that time to spend that quality of time with her to teach her the commands, the high five. And, and I remember you talking to me, to me today about bragging a little bit about it. she did it, you know, she did it a little better than normal. And, and that's really what training is about. It's just, just doing little things and getting good and better results each time and just really reinforcing those good results and with lots of love and praise and pleasing attention in those moments. And I, you know, I have very much noticed funny if I ever go over to Christine's uh, Daisy will run and hide. She's not a man, do- a man cat by any means. Um, but she does uh, eventually come out with me. And uh, of course, she does like all dogs do. The first thing she does is sniff my shoes because my shoes always have those dog smells. So, um, yes, I mean, I think owning a cat is um, something, especially in the situation that you're in. I do know and have met Riley and man, Riley is in such an amazing place. And of course, your dad and his wife, they're so very happy to have Riley. They send Christine pictures probably weekly, if not more often, um, about the things that Riley do, does and, and birthday pictures and all those things. So. 
we had a birthday party for Riley when she turned one. Um, my best friend, Tracy, said, uh, I can't believe you're going to make me go to a dog birthday party. Now, this, you know, has really taken it to a new level. But we had dog treats and we all went there and and, and Riley was, of, of course, just, you know, the best dog ever. Um, but Riley is in a good place. I wish I could have kept her, but she's in a really good place. And, and Daisy fits more into my lifestyle, quite honestly, you know. Well, definitely the big difference, uh, especially in your lifestyle and my lifestyle, I'm able to let my dogs go out to a yard and need to go potty. I had to work with them for the first year to get them potty trained. I know in a um, in a city situation, definitely in that situation, instead of not a rural situation, which I'm a little more in that, but uh, definitely in the urban situation, you have to take this dog out on a very, very regular basis. And um, it can be very... Uh, um, frustrating to try to potty train a dog, especially I think you live on the sixth floor. So, you know, having to get this dog down all the way down as a puppy and no accidents and mistakes and things like that. And I think that this is where people in condominiums like you live in or apartments or things like that downtown, they get very frustrated because especially as puppies, and I know with Beans, I had a lot of frustration in the first six months of her life. And she was a, a little bit harder to potty train than the last couple of dogs I've had. So I really had to concentrate on that. So that's a big thing. Um, but also, you know, the fact that uh, Riley would need to be walked and needs to be out and needs to have that social activity where Daisy doesn't really need that. I mean, Daisy has her own special box that you bought her, built her, this her own custom-built special box that you built her and bought her. So um, she definitely has her place to go and her place to be, and she's very comfortable in in your home. So we're going to do the summary here in a little bit. Is there anything else that you would like to say about little Miss Daisy? Uh, Remember, she gained a little weight, so I was calling her Sunflower for a while instead of Daisy, but... uh, um, this is one of those things, too, where just like any pet, you have to be very aware of um, the amounts that you're feeding them. And uh, definitely, uh, uh, Christine has cut back on the amount that she's feeding Daisy so Daisy doesn't become Miss Little Sunflower. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to say about it? I can just say that um, for me, a pet is the, or Daisy, a cat, is the right answer for living where I live. I don't think it matters if you have a cat or a dog, um, just something that brings you joy, something that makes you happy, that fits into your family. You know, Daisy definitely and I, we are a family. And uh, to me, that's important, uh, you know, just to have someone to talk to so they don't think I'm crazy when I'm sitting there talking to myself all day long. I'm like, oh, I was talking to Daisy. Uh, but I appreciate you bringing me on here. And I'm sorry I said um about 5,000 times. My mother would scold me. But uh, it's been an experience. And so thank you very much. And uh, support your local cat rescue places. Because when I went there, there was probably 14 cats that needed to be adopted. And some of them, you know, were kind of reaching their little paws out to me. And I was like, oh no, but I went for the one that sat in the corner that was really, really shy. And she, she wouldn't even let me hold her. So when we got home, um, now she won't get away from me. She has to touch me constantly. And so I'm kind of regretting that, but no, not really. I would do anything. So, but thank you. And uh, to all you dog lovers out there, keep being dog lovers because us cat lovers love our cats. 
That's awesome. So that and that is good. Uh, the fact that um, this show is really more about, and yes, it's obviously about dogs, but it really is about um, just being with your animal, making it a good part of your family. It doesn't matter what the pet is. I mean, I know a snake can't really be a good part of the family. Maybe, I don't know. There'll be a lot of people emailing me and chastising me for that. But uh, when you're thinking about getting a pet, uh, really do think about your circumstances. And I think that this is um, a great show. Thank you so much, Christine, for being a part of this show. And so we will do the summary. Today, we discuss the amazing pets we have, whether it be a dog or a cat. You discovered that some people are much more cat lovers than dog lovers and that it's okay. You also learned that making a pet a great part of your family is very important, no matter what that pet is. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. Cat. No, not your cat, your dog. Shut up, Benny. It's cat. I no. told you. Cat.